0: We also would love to connect with you on our social media on Instagram and Twitter at KC Ottawa and Facebook at Facebook slash Kingdom Culture Ottawa. We pray that you would experience God today and be encouraged through today's message. Enjoy. Hi again, Casey family. It's me again this morning. Yes, I know I was just encouraging you with some video news, but today I actually have the privilege of being and coming here and sharing the word, sharing what God has been speaking in my hearts. So I, I hope and pray that you open your hearts to receive because I truly believe that this morning I have something from the presence of God, something that I've been it's cooking in my spirit for about two weeks. A message that I've been thinking uh, and working through uh, since the beginning of the year, actually with just things that have been happening in my life that just want to be shared with you uh, a couple of these truths. I promise this will be a very simple message, but i also very practical message, simple to apply. And I want to encourage you to apply this. Take notes this morning. I'm going to be going through only three simple steps and how you can change your life, how you can see change coming into your life. This message was also triggered by two things. Number one, last year we had our house of hearts offering and in our house of hearts offerings are, are uh, annual uh, opportunity where we partner our gifts with a sacrificial offering with an attach that to things that we were believing for the following year. So we had it in December with things that we were believing for this year. And I wrote it with my wife on our card, a few things that we were believing for this year. And God started to speak to me. And I wanted to, I just, I've been praying to God and saying, hey, how can I actually apply things and change things in my life, change habits in my life and see those things come to pass? One other thing that also triggered me is that we, in the beginning of this year, we had during four weeks, a message series called All things new i hope you're encouraged by that if you're a part of kc online and you watched last week we shared uh, a a part three second part of part three i know that might be sounding confusing but we talked about the revelation in the beginning the first week of community then the revelation of generosity and then the revelation of the gospel the power of jesus christ in our lives and today i'm not extending that series but actually when he talks about all things new i've been thinking of things in my life that needs change that need something new and i know when we approach a new year in our lives we're always thinking oh what are some of the things that i want to see different what are some habits that i could change i know i was in brazil we enjoyed some vacation uh it was nice i loved the food there i was eating a lot more than i should probably and I came back with a few things resolved in my heart. Uh, losing weight was definitely one of them. But more important than all, like I really wanted to see a change in the way that I seek the presence of God this year. I just want to see a change in my relationship with God. I was open to say, I was praying, God, I want to see things new. I want to see things new happen in my relationship with you. So... Uh, I was reading the Bible in my personal time and I came across Psalms 19 and this Psalm, it was actually amazing. I read it. I read it before, of course, multiple times, but this time I had four verses stuck to me. We will read that, but just not now. I have to just build some premises here before the day after I read that Psalm, I came across to a passage that this one will start reading off. And it's in, in the book of Ezra. And actually spoke to me so much. So for the last two weeks, I've been praying on it. And I want to be able to share my heart with you. Don't be asleep. Stop any distractions that may be happening with, if, with your living room. Pay attention. Uh, and I just pray that God speak to you. Okay, let's pray together. Saying, Lord Jesus, I just pray for this morning. I just believe that you will speak to us. I just pray for heavenly encounters, Father. We know that things don't happen overnight, but with you, Father, one encounter can change everything, and I just believe, Jesus, that you will encounter people in their living rooms today, that you encounter people as they're hearing this broadcast here, Father, that they will receive from your presence, Father. I just pray for this morning, your spirit to move. Thank you for what's happening at Cineplex at 9.30 a.m., and thank you for what's happening right now here in the lives and in our hearts, Jesus. I just pray that in your precious name. Amen. Amen. So let's go to Ezra. If you have your Bibles, otherwise we will be on the screen here. Chapter 7. We're going to be reading 3 verses 6, 9, and 10. It says, So this, Ezra went up from Babylon, and he was a scribe skilled in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. The king granted him, All he requested because the good the hand of God the Lord his God was upon him verse 9 for on this first day of the first month he began to go up from Babylon and on the first day of the fifth month he came to Jerusalem so a four-month journey here because the good hand of God his God was upon him For Ezra had resolved to study the law of the Lord and to practice and to teach his statutes and ordinances in Israel. Well, who's Ezra? (laughs) Let's just begin at that. Ezra was a priest, a leader to the people of Israel and also a scribe. And we will be diving in a little bit more in his life. Of course, we don't have the time to read the whole book of Ezra here. I want to encourage you to go read it in your house. But before we dive deep into this, let me ask you, I have to ask this question. Who wants to actually see real change happen in your life this year? Maybe habits you want to change. Maybe it's a, a work, a new position. Maybe it's a change and a shift in your financial situation. Maybe something in your new health. But I bet everyone out there In one of those areas or any other area that I'm not thinking of right now wants to see change. And number one thing that I want to encourage you is you have first and foremost decide if change is actually something you're willing to do and to have and to go through. And I would encourage you to do so. It's a very good thing. I believe that God, yes, indeed, as Pastor Sean has been preaching, has all things new in our lives. So that's why today the title of my message is I am changing. I am changing. Say it with me. I am changing. Put it in the chat. I am changing. And it starts with three simple steps. And that's why I told you this is a simple message. I'm going to give you three simple steps and you I can guarantee a hundred percent a thousand percent that if you apply those steps you will see change happen in your life do you believe let's check it out and let's dive in deeper so one other thing that i want you to think is why do i want to see change in my life you gotta know the why you got to know what's behind the purpose of your change that is very important in your journey and also i want to read read back to you two verses here that we just read six and nine and we're going to notice something here very interest interesting and because ezra just going now a little bit deeper in his story he knew he was called to leave the exile that he was in in babylon to go back to god's people and to bring change he knew he was called to go and rebuild the temple so he was ready first month first month we're like just we were just in the first month of our year he was ready for change and i would encourage you be ready for change okay So maybe it could be on the first day, the second day, or the fifth day that we are today on the second month that you can be starting and desire that change. Okay, so let's read verses six and nine again. So Ezra went up from Babylon. He was a scribe skilled in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. The king granted him all he requested because the hand of the Lord his God was upon him. For on the first day of the month, he began to go up from Babylon. And on the first of the fifth month, he came to Jerusalem. Because the good hand of God, his God, was upon him. What's the similarity we find in both verses? I bet you you know already, by the way, I read the scriptures here. The hand of the Lord, his God was upon him. Verse 9 says, the good hand of God was upon him. Who doesn't want the good hand of God acting on your behalf? Man, I bet that if you want to see change in your life, man, you got to be praying, God, we need your hand. of, Of course, because we know that what we are called for, it's bigger than ourselves. And we need that to depend upon God. Yes, he called us. He he gave us all the capacity. But we still need to trust on him, on his good hand. Ezra took the steps, but he had to trust that God was going to move the king of Babylon's hearts to let him go and begin to see change. And it says here, like we just read, the king granted all he requested. Imagine, I bet that he didn't only request it to leave. He probably said... I want so-and-so to leave with me I want to bring such that thing and that thing and the king granted all his requests because the good hand of the Lord was upon him that was the reason it's not because Ezra was an amazing guy it wasn't because he looked good it wasn't because he was skilled no because the good hand of god i bet if you look back in your life moments of greatest change i believe that you can see the good hand of god acting on your behalf look back and just see it so who wants hand of god moving your behalf in 2023 i do i'm the first one in line please jesus please god We need your good hand. We can go much further with you than we can go by ourselves. So let's go back to the passage. Verses 9 and 10. First, for on the first day of the month, he began to go up from Babylon. And on the first day of the fifth month, he came to Jerusalem because the good hand of God was upon him. For Ezra had firmly resolved to study the law of the Lord and to practice and to teach his statutes and ordinances in Israel. So if you're looking for change in your life, I'm going to give you those three steps that is promised. Number one, study is study the Bible is study is what you want to remember. Verse beginning of verse 10 for Ezra had firmly resolved to study the law of the Lord. Again, Ezra was a leader and a scribe. A scribe is someone that knows already the Bible. So, But he still, even though he knew the Bible, he still decided to continue to study the law of the Lord, to study the scriptures, to go deep in the scriptures. But something calls my attention before we even get to that action verb and that even first point, study. Let's check it out. The beginning of the verse says, for Ezra had Firmly resolved to study the law. Man, I love this. I love this because sometimes we want to put, and I am included in this 100%, 1000%. We want to put in place new habits in our life. And we want to change some routines. We want to change the way that we are eating. We want to change the way that we want to go back into working out. We want to change financial habits. And we're going to have temptations along the way. But one thing that is, is just that Ezra had firmly decided in his heart why to study the Bible. And I bet that also in your journey with God, first and foremost, God is our priority. That some days you don't feel like praying. Some days you don't feel like reading the Bible. Some days you don't feel like seeking the face of God. But I want to encourage you the same way Ezra sets an example here. He had firmly decided in his heart, firmly resolved. Man, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see change. Look at what new, the New King James Version says. For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach us status and ordinances in Israel. Ezra had prepared his his heart preparation something key this morning that I want to leave with you preparation is important it's way more important than we think these days like nowadays people don't could care less of preparation people don't value the same way as previous generations did we want the thing that is fast fast food something that is ready we want the formula in 30 days to lose Uh, 30 pounds we want all the 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 shortcuts that we can find in order to achieve things and preparation is so key guys preparations because sometimes things don't happen fast let me tell you change takes time repeat with me change takes time write it down change takes time but of course i'm not saying that god may not intervene in a situation But here's the truth. You got to always be prepared. And preparation doesn't mean it's not um, a passive verb. It's actually, no, no, no. It's a positioning of yourself. It's a positioning of your heart saying, God, I am ready. I'm ready for you to act on my behalf. I'm ready for you to act in my life. I'm ready to see you move. I'm ready to see uh, things happen in your life. God, I believe the promises you gave me in my life 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I'm ready. I'm positioning myself. I'm coming to you. I'm presenting before you. I'll come every single day. I'll prepare. I'll go. I'll study. I'll pay the price. And some people say also fall on the other side of the thing, saying that they don't ever want to make any decisions in life because they need to be prepared well prior with preparation is like i was saying acting is just stepping in what god called you to is positioning yourself in a new way it's walking different it's like ezra was doing he had firmly decided no matter the circumstances i'm not gonna stop This is my priority. I'm going to priority is the Bible. I'm going to value the scriptures here. And one thing, one example that I love is that our team, every Sunday morning at Cineplex, we start the experience at 930. Our logistics team, our worship team is showing up at 630, guys. Three hours before. Our experience is only an hour and a half long. And we're believing that God will encounter, that people will experience him that our vision is that everyone everywhere will experience God. And we are in preparation during those three hours for what God's going to do. Our teams, our VIP team, our kids team, everybody comes in for the preparation moments and spends, we spend way more time in preparation than the actual experience. And that's true also about our pastors. I know that Pastor Sean Whenever he's speaking on a Sunday, man, not only the years past that he invested in his personal relationship with God, but even with preparing a message, he's there every week praying, God, is this, tweaking that, tweaking this, sometimes on the Saturday night, just changing one last detail, changing, because he's seeking the best. God, what are you wanting to speak with your people? And preparation is so cool. Like If you want to have the best meals of your life, I bet they take the longest to prepare. Man, just go to a fast food and grab a burger and then try to make one at home. A smoked burger that will be there like all day, all the preparation you did with the meats, you know, like it's, it's, it's a different, it's not even on the same league. It's not even compared, you cannot compare McDonald's burger with a homemade burger. It's like, and it goes to other kinds of meats, other kinds of food, wherever it is preparation it's so important I I, I get I think that you get what I'm just trying to uh, say but why did he prepare himself and the reason why the verb that comes after is to actually study the law what did Ezra see in the Bible that actually like he saw those values and said man I'm gonna go for it you know, like he didn't even have the full Bible that we have available to us at his time. He only had probably the Torah, probably just the, the first five books of the Bible, you know. But what did he see? And one thing that now going back to the passage that I was saying that caught my attention before even went to Ezra. It was Psalms 19 verses 7 to 11. And I'm just going to read it to you guys. It says, the law of the lord is perfect refreshing the soul the statutes of the lord are trustworthy making wise the simple the precepts of the lord are rights giving joy to the hearts the comments of the lord are radiant giving light to the eyes the fear of god the fear of the lord is pure enduring forever and the decrees of the lord are firm and are and all of them are righteous the more precious than gold than much pure gold they're sweeter than honey than honey from the honeycomb they, by them your servant is worn and keeping them there's great reward man i love those verses he the one of the reasons why i believe that ezra was studying the bible so much because he knew of all the benefits and we have it available guys in our bible so many promises so many promises of god in our lives and i believe i I just remember right now even uh one experience that i have with god with one encounter is that uh i was i was just like i felt such an embrace from the presence of god And one phrase stuck to me says, what if people actually understood the full value of the word of God? Fear would be eradicated in our lives, out of our lives. And I believe, God, if you uh, guys, if we really understood the depth of the scriptures, we would see so much change in our life. Study the word. The word is perfect. The word of God is so perfect for us let's read that passage again see that the law of the lord is perfect refreshing the the soul who could use some refreshment in your soul i could use that every single day of the week the statues of the lord are trustworthy making wise the simple many times we don't feel good enough his word makes me wise his word fills me with wisdom the precepts of the lord are right giving joy to the heart big one here guys People are looking for joy these days. People are looking for happiness. They're looking for peace of heart. His word brings those to me. The other verse, verse in still in verse eight, it's the command, uh, the commands of the Lord are radiance, giving light to the heart, vision. How many of you have been even praying to have fresh vision for this year? This says, the Bible by reading the Bible by understanding the commandments of the Lord, we have fresh vision open vision to the way to the next steps in our lives love this let's jump to verse uh, 10 that says they're more precious than gold they're much pure gold man i know that people sometimes one of the things that they look forward in the beginning of there is change of financial situation i've been there i'm there sometimes many times (laughs) but anyways his word is more even more precious when we we're happy when we get a bonus, we're happy when we see a financial blessing, but understand that his word is much richer than all the gold that we can get in our lives. They're sweeter than honey. I my personal side of my one of my weaknesses is that I love sweet stuff. I love ice cream, I love anything sweet, I love candy. Uh man, but understanding that his words, leaving the truth that his words satisfy me more, gives me more pleasure. Then sweet stuff man by them your severed is warning and keeping them there's great rewards i know everybody loves rewards these are some benefits of his words man we gotta know the bible we gotta study the bible we gotta dig in into that gold i want to encourage you to study to set your heart to study and if you do so you're acting you're doing the first step into seeing change in your life number two practice guys practice is so important here look at this for ezra had firmly resolved to study the lord of the lord and to practice it okay applying things that we learn is so mission critical it is so needed guys we cannot be just in the realm of information and i love this because uh one of the things that we read is that the, Lord, the good hand of God was upon Ezra because he applied himself to study and to practice. And one of the reasons is that God sees our heart. He sees our intention. He, was, he wasn't studying just for the sake of studying. Do you know that Jesus didn't tolerate it when he came to earth two groups, the, the groups of like Pharisees and the scribes of that time, because he they knew of the word but they didn't leave it. And so practicing the next step, you, one cannot go without the other. You got to study to know how, to know what's in there, the information, but also you got to activate. Let's check Proverbs twenty four fourteen that says a person who promises a gift, but doesn't give it. It's like a cloud and wind that brings no rain. Clouds that bring no rain, I'm sorry, they're useless. Trees that bring no fruit are useless. We are called for multiplication. We are called to bear fruits. Everybody, we're living beings, everybody that is alive, you are called to multiply. God did not call you to stay alone you can do it in so many ways by making disciples the bible is full of truths in that regard but we are called to multiply to and to activate the things of god in our lives so we we don't want to be just have the appearance that we know the bible that we study the bible but actually be super fake you know i think that This generation started uh, a fake stuff, you know, like we got to be real and I want to encourage you to be real Even with yourself, how much of the Bible are you actually in practice and how do I even put it in practice? Let's take a look at Luke. Uh, I know we're jumping around But I just want to build a solid foundation here for you guys Luke 5 verses 4 to 5 It says when he had finished speaking He said to Simon put it out on deep water and let down the nets to catch Simon answered, Master, we have worked all nights and haven't caught anything, but because you said so, I'll let down the nets. Here's uh, this scenario here where Peter was fishing and he spent all night. So let's read this verses again, paying attention on I, when I say practice, I, I also relate to verbs, you know, action things that you're going to do in your life. And let's see the verbs and watch the verbs in this passage here it says, Master, we have worked past tense. Hard all nights and haven't caught past tense anything, but because you say present, you're saying right now. So I will let future. Okay, I will let the future down the nets. My past is information, things that you've learned, but it doesn't change. It's not enough. Doesn't change the trajectory. And sometimes if we forget or if we're not applying the truths, what is going to happen? Here, Peter had all the excuses and saying, man, if I cast down the nets, I just did it all night. I've been doing it for so long. I actually am an expert. Who's this guy telling me to do so and so? He's not even like a fisherman expert. But... I just want to say that Peter had in his heart something that is so true that we must embrace. Sometimes I know that we all have information here. We all have our histories. But we have to be open to the new information that Jesus is giving and to activate. Jesus is saying, hey, cast down your nets. It's new information. It's the Bible. Open the Bible. You read it. And... Let's see and see what you happen, and I'll let you down. So I'll let you down the nets. So the action Jesus is saying, Because you said so, I'm gonna act. And once he acts, what happens next? And the next verse is gonna tell he grabbed so many fishes that the nets were almost breaking. I want to encourage you. What happened here? Jesus had an encounter with Jesus. If he didn't find Jesus, what would have helped? Probably he would have quit. Because he tried and tried and failed. We need to have that encounter. We need to push for a fresh encounter with Jesus. We need to set our hearts to practice what Jesus is saying. What is the last thing that Jesus said to you? I to encourage you, if you don't even remember, seek his presence. Open the Bible. Seek his word and put into practice. And maybe some of the areas in your life that you felt stuck that you didn't see change, they will begin to change. So, again, here his past pointed to quit quitting. And so many times we can look at our trajectory and point and it sees, oh, it's aiming in the direction, I'm never gonna succeed. But no, put on the new hats, practice the, and let your information become a fresh revelation that will actually change. Your life we gotta practice how do we do so by many examples uh, by declaring the word maybe you were struggling with anxiety begin declaring every single day multiple times uh, that you are healthy you have a, a sound mind that anxiety has no power over you that Jesus is king of your of your heart over your mind, over your emotions. Just begin with declarations. There are many ways that we can put into practice. Let the Bible be a mirror to your life. Hey, Bible saying so-and-so and and changing some habits, changing some uh, addiction, changing things. Let the Bible be that mirror over your life. Let's look at 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is inspired by God and useful to teach what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us what is right. I love that. It changes our path. It's something the Bible is something practical. We can apply the truths of the Bible. And Ezra had firmly decided in his heart that he was going to study but also practice. And third, that he was also going to teach because it, we just read it in this passage. He corrects us when we're wrong and teach us to do what's right. But let's go back to the verse here. For Ezra had firmly resolved to study the love of the Lord and to practice and to teach his statutes and ordinances in Israel. The biggest problem with our generation right now that I think uh, what I see on social media, what I see on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, is that, or even TikTok, is that we want to teach without paying the prices of the first two steps, without even studying. We want to be teaching without studying. We want to be teaching without practicing something. It's actually so bad, guys. This is actually, uh, we are skipping the steps of preparation. We don't even have lived or experienced something and we want to skip some steps here. And that's not, man, that's going to make you into what we read in, for, in Proverbs. That's going to make you into a cloud without rain. So empty in yourselves. And I just pray that in this year that you have that essence in your heart. Look at this uh, passage that here, Paul's encouraging also Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 and 2 said, Timothy my dear son be strong through the grace that god gives you in christ jesus be strong like ezra firmly set your heart firmly resolve in your mind be strong you heard me teach things that you have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses so what paul was teaching is he's saying pretty much is things that i have been studying and practicing and people had confirmed okay by his teaching now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others what paul is teaching here is the power to timothy here his disciple is the power of discipleship is the power of community is a revelation of community that we have been talking since the beginning of this year and this is why people are so important in our lives if we want to see change, if we want to see transformation happen, we cannot do things alone. God did not call us to do life alone. No, the greatest commandment is to love Him our heart with all our heart, with all our strength, with our soul, and to love others. We are called to live in community. We are called to live with others. So I just want to encourage you that this is church life. And it was, we are stepping into a season of connect groups, guys. This is where... We go deeper. This is where, honestly, uh, we gotta decide because community has such a powerful impact into our lives. They can cause a change that you're not expecting. And I'm gonna show you an example here in just a second. Let me just grab this thing here. You see this this guys here? Yeah, they're uh, lighters, and they represent. people. And the fire, the flame here is like our love for God, our, our pursuit to see change. Is, it's like, it's what, like our oil that like the scriptures uh, resolves. Sometimes what happens is like, let me just use here, these two examples here. I'm just going to stop this guy here. What happens is, is that life come at us. And when you start walking alone and sometimes circumstances, what, what do they do to us? we feel so overwhelmed and we let life take over they fill us up things happen let me tell you things happen in your life life is not always gonna go the way that you are expecting but here is a powerful truth so what happened when things like this happen they may take away your fire they may take away your strength they may take away everything but once you have and you're walking into community look at what happens you set yourself on fire you're stronger see what happens when they come closer together you are stronger and I believe in I want to see kingdom culture strong I want to see you, your house, strong in the season. Maybe you never even met me in person, but you were watching this broadcast. I want to declare that there is change coming into your life. That people can be used in your life to bring change. To bring you out of being in so many bad circumstances that you cannot light your fire. And people can call the truths into existence, into your life. Once again, if you want to have authority in any area of your life, do like Ezra. There is a cycle for authority. You study, you practice, and you teach it. I believe that God called you as a leader to multiply in this season. I also believe in something that has been on my heart praying for kingdom culture. is for a season of growth that we may see more hunger. This fire here represents our hunger to God hunger is the currency of heaven and i want to encourage you to find the currency and to really really express your hunger hunger for the bible hunger man to see the, the auditorium that we have at cineplex full i hope that we have to assume fill two auditoriums guys we need change and my prayer is that god you awaken us for a change in this season awaken us for a change awaken those that are asleep those that put their fire away they have the appearance that they carry a fire but they're not carrying anything in this season guys don't be like a lighter that the kid doesn't have its own fire let the fire of God come into your life. Let the fire of God change your life. And maybe you're watching this broadcast and you never said yes to Jesus. You never accepted him in your heart to be able to say yes to him and to even receive from the love, from the fire burning inside of you. I want to extend an, ex- an invitation for you to say yes to him today. Repeat this prayer after me if that's you. Lord Jesus, I give you my hearts. I say yes to you. Light my heart in fire. I ask forgiveness for my sins. Touch me. Transform me. Cause transformation. I want a new life. I believe that in Jesus all things are made new. You can restore my strength. You can restore my power. So Jesus, I give my heart to you. I give my heart to you. I just ask forgiveness and I accept you into my life. Come and change me in your precious name. If you said yes, guys, I just want to encourage you to uh, let us know really in this season. Let us know by sending an email to prayerkingdomculture.ca. Our team will follow up with you. We want to connect you to the life of the house. We want to connect you to a connect groups. Send resources your way. Send a Bible your way if you don't have a Bible. I just want to encourage you. And for the rest of us this morning, I just want to pray. I just want to pray for a greater hunger in the season. Maybe you've been sitting in a comfort zone and God is calling you to wake up for change to happen. I want to believe for change with you. I am partnering in saying that change begins today. Change begins today. Jesus has a new history for you. Your past does not hold you anymore. Like with Peter, your past is not leaving you. And there's a new season. There are things coming at you. New fish in the season. New opportunities. New doors opening in your heart. So I just want to pray with you and declare. If you want to receive this, just open your hands like that. Say, Jesus. I'll, I'll pray over you saying, Jesus. Come and have an encounter with us, Father. Thank you for your word. Your word is so powerful. Your word is so perfect. Your word is alive. And I just pray that from the power of your word, everything changes. Things are created. You created all that we have right now through the power of your word. So I want to speak wisdom, life, awakening happening, a revival happening in our hearts. Revive our hearts, Jesus. In your precious name, awaken us in this season, Father. We don't want to be asleep, Father. We want to be hungry for you. Awaken new habits in our lives. All things new in your precious name. Amen, Casey. I'm so pumped. I'm super excited, actually. I feel so uh, so alive right now. I just want to encourage you. Have an amazing week. Thank you for joining on this broadcast. I hope you were impacted by this word. Remember, study, practice and teach act activate the gifts be part of a connect group there i bet you're going to learn new things in the season and also teach from the things that you carry in your hearts so i love you guys this is it for today's experience i'm just concluding have an amazing week don't forget to sign up for connect groups thank you so much for tuning in this morning we hope to see you next week